0: And welcome to Aussie Vision, I'm Mike And I'm Dale And we're here for the preview series of the Australia Decide Songs
1: Yes, and I can't wait for this episode because we're talking about
0: Electric Fields We certainly are, and this is going to be one of the big ones i got a feeling Shall we talk about Electric Fields first? Yes A bit of an introduction, Electric Fields formed in 2015 Are a duo of Zachariah Fielding and Michael Ross Now, Zachariah is the uh, vocalist, a proud Anangu man uh he first appeared in 2011 on X Factor he auditioned for that mm. didn't make it through but he looked like a pretty nervous if you get to see that Yeah audition. I've
1: seen it he, he's completely
0: different now and Michael is also a uh X Factor alumni. Mm. he appeared in 2013 uh but so far they've produced the one album in 2016 real electro soul album mm. and now they're back with this
1: Well let's uh, hear the song indeed. It is Electric Fields with 2000 and Whatever.
0: Let's, uh, let's talk about the pros or the positive things we think about this one, Dale. Can we, you can start off if you like. Oh,
1: I, I'm champing at the bid for this one. There are so many pros, I don't even know where to start. Um, wow, this is different. That is the number one thing. We did this national final to find some talent find a song that stands out and represents Australia and I can't imagine a better song than this. Uh, It is just structurally different than a normal pop song. Uh, It doesn't sound like anything we've heard before. It's attention grabbing. Vocally, it's so interesting and when he hits those high notes, it's just phenomenal, like so good and it is an absolute pleaser if you love the song. Now, I'm going to say on a positive And I will say negative later, it does have that Marmite, or we could all say Vegemite effect, of being a love or hate. I don't think you're going to sit either way on this song, but I like that about a Eurovision song. You need to grab some attention. You need to get a percentage of people who love the song. And I tell you, this gets it, and they can get the crowd going. This is a banger, and I bloody love it. And In Indigenous language. <laughs> but you can talk about it more.
0: Okay, good, good. It's my turn to uh, yeah, sorry. gush. <laughs> it's my turn to gush over this one. Well, the first thing I wrote was, wow. Mm. Like, this, this is everything we wanted from a national final. This is contemporary. This is so contemporary and modern. It's fantastic. It's also challenging, and it's risky and that's something that that we wanted to embrace. It, It has a point of difference. Boy, does it have a point of difference. Mm. Not just for others in this national final lineup, but it's also it's such a departure from everything we've done mm. in Eurovision so far that it, it's just reinventing what Australia is in Eurovision, and that excites me. Um, the Indigenous culture aspect of this, very exciting. Love it. Not that Australia's shied away from Indigenous. We've no, had no, no, uh, no Indigenous performers 100%. Uh, in our short history at Eurovision, but this is really a bit more of like getting right in there and and, and embracing it. This, on every level, blows me away. Mm. Lyrically, we'll see. It can be a little bit challenging at times, but certainly the vocals in the studio, and I can imagine seeing some of their live stuff, what will be live will be stunning. Yep. One of the positives, I'm going to put this as a positive, you're right, it is a Vegemite song. Some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it. But it's got, I think, that ability to capture 1 in 10 people and really capture 1 in 10. Mm. And if you can capture 10%... Of the tally vote and that's what we're going for. We Mm. want tally vote We're going to do very,
1: very well with this. And you're talking more Eurovision there rather than on the night. Yes. Yes. For sure, and I think, because I think the people who love it will love it. Yes. They won't just feel lukewarm about it. It will be their number one song. And they will be compelled to vote for this song. And it'll be someone's last song. Yep. But who cares? Yep. That does not matter. Um, but anyway, we should probably talk about some of the potential downfalls of the song, or the things that concern us about it. Um, do you wanna start? Okay, I will, and, and one thing I've gotta say is it's such an extreme track.
0: What will this look like live? How will this sound like? Can this be, can this be transferred from what we're hearing on the studio to a live performance? Also, Eurovision and this national final is a TV show. This is something where you need to be able to hit your marks, hit your camera angles, and and can this come across well when we do this? One thing I'm going to say, is it too different, Dale? Mm. Is it hard to digest Yes. when you first get that, you first get a taste of it? Um, I guess only time will tell, mm. uh, and also it's just lyrically sometimes it is a little WTF. Like <laughs> I'm Australian and I don't know what's going on, so I don't know if Europeans will.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, look, yes, there are nonsensical lyrics here. Um, that's millennial Euro- Monroe, that's, that's Eurovision all over, isn't yeah, it? That's I know totally, but I don't think that part matters. I mean, no. that's one part of it where people might be like, "Oh, what's going on here?" I do think you raised a good point about like the WTF about it. You know, that 1 in 10 voter of Eurovision of 26 songs is a great thing. Having too much of a Vegemite effect in a 10-song national final could be a detraction because mm. it, it could just be a bit too weird. Mm. And they might be more just pleasing songs, like A Shepherd I think of, like that appeals to more people. So you are up against a little bit there... I've agreed with you pretty much everything I've written here uh, as well. What is this going to look like on the stage? Um, I don't doubt they'll make us in the arena love it, mm. but you've got to make the TV audience love it. We saw that with Jessica Malboy last year because trust, trust us, she went off in the stadium. She was top five on the night, but we know she was last in the telly vote. So you've got to not be messy. You've got to be... You know, and I just don't see um, him hitting his marks because he's just running all over the place. And that's what I love about him.
0: Yeah, he's an amazing performer live. When you see his clips and stuff, he is, he's holding that audience in the palm of his hand. But can he hold that camera? But he's also prowling around the stage and flipping the, flipping and the hair and doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. you just, you've got to be a bit more centered. Yeah,
1: and, and unfortunately, you do have to little be a little you know, that, uh, what's the word for it? Um, structured, yes. really, I and think. And restrained sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, like that's that is part of Eurovision, um, and they, they, that could make it a, appear to be really quite messy. The other thing I've added here is that they are actually really quite inexperienced, mm-hmm. really. Like, I mean, this is the biggest stage they're ever going to do. Where well, you've got some other artists who probably stepped on bigger stages or even doing something live, like live performances on The Voice and X Factor in the past. So, are they going to rise to the occasion? You know, I don't, I'm not too concerned, but it certainly is a question mark. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we're not the only
0: fans out there. We got some uh, other opinions from fans. And who are we listening to this time,
1: Dad? We are listening to Dwayne and Oh,
2: Now, this is how you write a Eurovision song. This is very different from all the other entries. It is something that I don't think I've ever heard before. It is great. I love the fusion of the Aboriginal language um, and English together. I think it's brilliant. I think they're on point. They are definitely one to watch in this competition. This song is, oh, I, I love it. I, li- I, I love it. That's all I've been listening to the last week. And thank God it's now on Spotify because I love this song. This song is everything I wanted once SBS announced that we were going to have a national final. It's fresh. It has a beat to it. It's quirky and it's definitely not safe. Most importantly, uh, it contains lyrics in the Pitjantjara language, which is the language uh, the traditional language of Zachariah Fielding who's a vocalist in Electric Fields Um, I read something that described this as Australia's version of an ethno-banger and I've never read a more accurate description of what this song represents if 2000 and whatever wins our national selection I can really see it going one of two ways in Eurovision I can see it crashing out in the semi in a blaze of glory because the rest of Europe were just too tasteless to see the art behind it or I think it can secure us a top five finish with most of our points coming from the televote.
1: Wow, look, okay, as much gushing over this as we had, which is really interesting, and they can both see this. And I think Iron Rage is a really good point that this is the kind of song that can come top five or flop in the semi final. And another one of our fans on here who actually spoke about it, Emma, said she could see a potential Eurovision winner with this. Wow! So I think it shows like I'm holding my arms out here, stretching as far as I can. This could go anywhere. And that's the element of risk we want to embrace. Yeah. I think I, I'm not scared of that
0: risk, to be honest. But then again, I'm not the head of delegation or the one that has to answer <laughs> for, if we go out in the semifinals. But yeah, I I just think it's... we. We are tired of playing safe,
1: mm. and this is anything but safe. Okay, well, let's wrap and rank here. I'm happy to go first. As um, a few people already mentioned, we have this would be a proud representative of Australia at Eurovision. If the public and juries choose this, I would be super happy, and I will be. Okay with it if it kind of flops in Europe and doesn't qualify because this would be something we chose yep. and we risk with, and I'd be really happy with that. I think it is one of the most interesting songs I've heard come out of a national final in Eurovision in the few years we've been dedicated to this level of getting up at 3 a.m. in the morning to listen to every national final. Yep. Um, it has got the X factor, it's got something there, and if they can reproduce this live, this has every chance of winning. This is in the top three of, of chances for sure.
0: Yeah, look, the first thing I've written here is this is everything. (laughs) (laughs) Double underlined. But I I don't know if that excites me or it scares me at the same time. Um, But again, the question I have to ask, is it just too much? Is it too much for Australians to stomach for a national final? I guess we'll see what the general public say. Um, If it was to get the ticket, would it be too much for Europeans? Um, Look, I guess all the questions are out there. It, it's getting the hype. It's, it's exciting, people.
1: Let's see if it can deliver. Okay, well, look, for me, I, you know we've ranked them ourselves. For me, first listen, it just grabbed me by the kahunas and I could not stop listening to it. This is hands down my number one song. I really hope it wins. Okay, cool. Um, I'm
0: going to say it is also my number one oh, song. wow. But I'm not going to say hands down. Because I think there's another uh, yes. uh, there's another entry out there that
1: is mm.
0: is challenging in its own different ways. And um, yeah, this this didn't streak the field for me, mm. but it's definitely my top one.
1: Uh, look, yes, okay, I will agree with you. I did, wasn't a runaway winner and I can't wait to talk about my second because that has been an eye-opener and it was a bloody tight race. <laughs> Talking about tight races, um, we went out to hundreds of Australian fans and got them to give us their version of the tally vote. And with their votes, it wasn't 1 to 10. It only had three votes in there. Now, it was a very tight race between two. And Electric Fields came in as our runner-up. Oh, okay. So twenty seven point three percent of the vote in a ten horse race is very strong. Wow. If you're approaching thirty, you've got a good chance of winning there and they were just shy of, of winning it. It was a very tight race there, so um they're grabbing they're grabbing people. This tells me if they can do a good live performance, this could come close to winning. Oh, a hundred percent. Mm. I think there's Excellent. three songs in this, and this is one of them, for sure. Excellent. Oh, exciting. Or completely flop of the night. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I love about it. <laughs> all right, thanks so much for listening. Please tell us what you think of this song. I think this is one that will get a conversation starter. Get us on our socials, Aussie Vision Net. We really want to hear what you think about this, because this is a song that splits people. Definitely, definitely. Thanks for joining us, guys. All right, see you later.